Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us and we'll go ahead and get started. In for another episode. Wait, wait. Yes, Start you over. Give it, give it a second. Now um, go. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is all new to me. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. We upgraded. We upgraded. We have this new machine. Maybe. We don't know if it's going to work or not. Could work. be a downgrade. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again for another episode of our podcast, Redeemed, where we just try to take uh, different things from the scriptures and try to apply them to our lives and how that would uh, flesh out in everyday living, being a Christian. Uh, it's an easy concept, but yes, it can be a pretty complex concept at the same time. Because once you start pulling these things out, you realize just what it means to be a redeemed Christian. And it's not quite as easy as what you might think. No, if so. it was easy, everybody would do it. Exactly. So it uh, definitely has some, uh, what do they call it, uh, conviction that comes along with putting these together, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great for holding us accountable. <laughs> it's like, dang it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So we've been working through Deuteronomy in our uh, in our readings. Uh, some of it's exciting. Some of it can be a little dry, if you will. Yeah. Yes, not quite as dry as uh, Leviticus. Leviticus. But, yeah, but all, uh, the, all the laws, all yeah. the sacrifices. And, you know, that stuff is good. You understand that God has a plan for what he was doing. Very detailed. And it would have been interesting to see what would happen had the Israelites actually stuck to that plan. Okay. Yeah, I think the same could be said for us, too. Oh, absolutely. For America. Absolutely. <laughs> As, what have happened? You know what? We're not going to get political today, okay? Michael. So, I was talking like 1800s. He's a big politics okay. guy. Yeah, no, I was he talking. loves talking politics. Uh-huh, yeah, it's my favorite thing. I was talking like if you followed it back to like the 1800s. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I'm with you. I'm the with Mayflower. You. Heard of it. <laughs> Plymouth Rock. I paid attention. Uh, fifth grade history. Uh-huh. Yeah, history. Write that down. history. I got it. Uh, so we're, we were looking at chapter 11. Uh, chapter 11, excuse me. Uh, love and obey the Lord. Uh, once again, we have... Uh, Another chapter here about obedience. Yeah. And as we have talked many times before, obedience is extremely key. But there's a part to the obedience here in this chapter that I think is interesting, and I think it uh, needs to be talked about. But before we get into that, we have Moses here who's basically giving his farewell speech. Yep. He's about to send them on their way. It's a long speech. It is. Well, you know, he's been dealing like with their stuff for a long time. So he said, everybody just sit down. You're going to listen to what I got to say. say. Yep. I'm fixing to turn this whole show yep. over to uh, Joshua. And it's fixing to be his problem. Uh-huh. I'm fixing to be done with you guys. Yeah, I heard mess with the people. <laughs> but I think the key things that he's talking about is he really gives them a history lesson on where they came from. Yeah. And I think part of that is, is because we have a new generation here. Because yeah. remember, God made him wander around the desert until that previous generation. Until they were all dead. <laughs> right. So he was making sure that the story got passed on. Yes. And he wanted them to understand that many of the things that happened in their journey of getting here 
had to do with disobedience. Correct. They didn't go into the land when they were supposed to. They griped about this. They griped about that. Uh, he talks about how the earth opened up and swallowed a whole bunch of them. You know, he just gives them a history lesson to remind them how important obedience is to the Lord and how important it is to follow the Lord and make sure they continue to do that. Right. And with obedience, they could have avoided a lot of those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can't relate. I don't understand. No, I mean, not, not for me. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's just the Israelites. Time. We don't yeah. ever do that. Right, right. Never, never right. disobey the Lord and things go poorly for us. I told you there's no similarities here. Yeah. yeah no similarities. <laughs> but what I think is key is, uh, once again, Moses is saying you're fixing to enter into land. Yes. And it looks like this time they're actually going to enter <laughs> into the land. This is for real. Yeah. Uh, they finally, uh, they have basically lived out their sentence, their punishment sentence. Yep. And now they're ready to enter in. And he gives them a comparison between life in Egypt and what this land is supposed to be like. So in Egypt, things were really tough. Yep. They had to irrigate to get there, to get the plants and things like that. Because, I mean, well, look at a map. Look at the pictures of Egypt. It's not what you call it. It's a desert. It's yep. a desert. With a river running with through it. With a river through it. Yeah. And without the river, there wouldn't be any people there. You no. know what I'm saying? And uh, so he was giving them a difference. And he's saying this land you're going into is supposed to be a land flowing with milk and honey. Yep. And he's saying that he is going to allow the rains to come and it's going to rain on it. It's going to be a fertile land. And it's going to be great as long as... He's very clear on this part. <laughs> they obey. Yep. Okay. So the land is going to flourish if they obey. Now, I don't know about you. <laughs> Ever seen a picture of Israel? Yeah. Ever seen a picture of Israel? <laughs> it's not what I would consider a lush rainforest. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? It says in verse 13 here of 11, So if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart... And with all your soul, then I will send rain on your land in its season, both autumn and spring rains, so that you may gather your grain, new wine, and olive oil. If you what? If you obey. Yep. So there is something to the fact that if you're willing to obey the Lord, which we know is important. Yes. It doesn't just affect your life. It affects everything around you. Correct. So... When the Israelites disobeyed, it wasn't just affecting their life. It was affecting their livelihood. It was it was affecting their land. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And the generations after them. And the generations after them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, because they're not obeying, it doesn't look like that Israel is getting as much rain as what God was talking about here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, you know, the Lord has been gracious enough to let them figure out how to make it work. Yep. But I think things would have been way different had they obeyed. A lot easier. A lot, easier. A lot easier, a lot more plentiful. Mm -hmm. And I just, like that. I like that. Yeah. Easier. Because when we disobey, it makes things more complicated. It just does. Yeah. It makes things harder. There's still going to be a way to get her done, but you made it harder. Yeah. It's called the roundabout. <laughs> uh -huh. Definitely not going on a straight line here. And when you compare what uh, that with what's going on here in America, sometimes I see the things with the lands kind of correlate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it seems like because we have kind of fallen away ourselves and we have disobeyed, the Lord is kind of punishing the land as well. feels that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree. I mean, just try to go hunting or fishing. The fish aren't as plentiful. The deer aren't as plentiful. You know what I'm saying? Now, that could be some part until we don't know how to manage. 
you know. But at some point, I mean, where does the hoof rot come for the uh, for the elk that are killing the elk here in Washington? You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, oh yeah, I'm with you. It just it doesn't just appear. Yeah, and it's just like they're I mean, they think it does. Seems but. like there's just some similarities there. Yeah. That if you're not following the Lord, your country's not following the Lord. The land also suffers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like Michael said, which I thought was very good, it makes it harder for us. And I think it's all part of what? Trying to draw us back to God. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Because if things continue to be easy for us, what are we going to do? Continue to disobey. Yeah. If things get harder, where are we going to start looking? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you look upward. You start looking upward. Uh-huh. And I think that's why things are getting continually harder is because God's still trying to shake us and say, hey, wake up. I'm, you're, you need to start looking up. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying to slap us out of it. Mm-hmm. Because we, you know, in America, we're people that think we can do everything on our own. Yep. And we don't, we don't ever, hardly ever look up. Nah. No, 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 no. No, God didn't help build this country. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Except if you go back and look at the history that they're trying to get rid of, it's all based upon the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Saying. So. Protestant nation. Exactly. Just to bring it all, just to all bring it down, we understand that obedience is extremely important, but we need to understand that that obedience has ramifications even beyond our own personal life. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, obedience is key. We need to make sure that we're following the Lord, and more than that, loving the Lord with our heart, soul, and mind. Thanks for joining us, and remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook, and the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.